Chris, the dating doc here, and pay attention. Pay attention. This entire podcast episode is about lack of attention and how it's becoming the social cancer of dating. Stay tuned. First off, wake your ass up if you're falling asleep, if your attention span's already being tested by this podcast episode. Oh, jokes aside. This podcast episode is, again, about lack of attention and how lack of attention is killing your dating game. So as we talked about this purgatory, the social cancer of uh, lack of attention, and it, it, it goes a little bit deeper than just simply the dating apps. Let's look at breaking down your day, for example. So let's say you're working a normal eight to five, nine to five job, about eight hours there that you occupied being somewhere that's not home. You're still going to be on your phone. Okay, that's facts. Then let's look at when you come home. If you're single, you don't have kids, maybe have a pet, you walk your dog, you know, take care of your pet. And then you're watching Netflix. That's a way to escape. It's a way to relax your brain. It's a way to relax your body. Think about something else. Delve into the plot of the show you're watching. Or if it's mindless TV, you're on your phone. It's background noise. The mindless TV is. Why you're on your phone. Let me give you an example of some things that are going on. You're checking your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit, emails, Facebook, text messages, etc., etc. And on top of that, on top of all of that, here you are trying to think about your goals, think about things that you need to work on, trauma from the past that you should uh, resolve. When you have been on your phone and you've been at work, the the one-two combination, because again, you go to your phone to escape, you are shrinking your attention span. And statistically, our attention span now is to the point where a goldfish has slightly more of an attention span than we do. A goldfish swimming around a, a bowl. That's sad. We're supposed to be the most most advanced mammal on this planet. Yet technology has us at the point where our attention span is that of a goldfish. So what's going to happen, especially in the pandemic? You are going to want to use online dating as a tool to meet folks because you want to stay safe. But when you've checked all your social media, emails, text message, YouTube, memes, etc., etc., how much space mentally does that allow you to be witty, to be funny, to connect with someone? Not too much. Not too much at all. And sometimes we don't wake up to that. We don't realize it until it's too late. All of a sudden now, if you know if you're a woman, your biological clock is ticking. You're like, yeah, you know what? I'm a good-looking, intelligent woman. It's time for me to get out there and meet a man. But I got the attention span of a goldfish. You are going to beat yourself up. You're going to lead yourself into anxiety and depression because there is a fear of missing out. FOMO. 
Guys, you're getting up in age. Maybe you also want kids. Or maybe you want more sexual partners. But instead, your witty side, your patient side, your comedic side, your intelligence side, all those sides have been exhausted because you've been on the phone. Or worse yet, you've been on websites that you should have waited until late at night to be on. And all of a sudden now you have zero energy to communicate with a woman the way she would want to be communicated to. And it's a never-ending cycle. It creates a cancer because a lot of these folks that do have hope, that do want to meet someone, even if they have hope just for a decent connection and hot sexual activity, no communication is happening. Doesn't matter how smart you are, how in shape you are, any of that stuff. If you cannot communicate, you will not build a bridge to a connection. And communication requires a little bit of an attention span, which requires energy. So let's break it down again. It requires a little bit of energy to have an attention span. You can have a lot of energy for other things, working out, uh, calling people from work, working on creative projects. You can have plenty of energy. That is the catalyst, or that's what's required to have an attention span. So let's break it down like a little formula here. Let's say, okay, stay with me on this. Stay with me. We're talking about attention span and the social cancer of dating um, and communication. So stick with me here. Let's say it's it takes 30 points to be witty, to be creative, right? Let's say that's what it takes. All right. So let's 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 go all the way to the beginning. This is to be witty, to be that type of dater who's going to have some real original openers, has a great profile response messages creative creatively it's not one of these lazy goes through the motion type of singles no i'm talking about the energy needed to truly truly promote yourself let's look at that as being 30 okay let's say your energy is 80 points you have plenty of energy for a lot of things going on the attention span that you have, or lack thereof, has already subtracted 30 points. So now you are at 50 points. Wittiness, again, takes about 30 points. This is anecdotal, but stick with me here. So you're left with a net of 20 points. How far do you think that's going to carry you? One online connection, two online connections, one online or one text message connection, two text message connections. Not too many. And then guess what? Bam, you go to burnout. Whereas, let's say that you have 80 energy. Your attention span is to the point that it's so sharp, nothing's subtracted, right? So let's say 80 Tension span's perfect, if you want to call it that, optimal. So you're still carrying that energy through the attention span threshold. Takes about 30 for witty conversations to happen for those 
matches you're really interested in. So now you net 50. So now with that kind of attention span for dating, how many more quality conversations are you going to have and how many more quantity of conversations will you have? See what I'm saying there? Okay. It's like a little mathematical uh, formula there. And look at it as you will subtract for the less of an attention span that you have, the more you will subtract from your mental energy. You can try that, you know, again, you can guesstimate. And it's a good way to be mindful of what you're doing wrong when it comes to dating. So that that's one formula that I, I wanted to invite, something that you could use. Again, on the left side, you have energy, energy required. All the way to the right side is what I dub meaningful conversations, right? Witty, actually actually responding on time, having the energy to respond on time, um, slightly flirty, combined with intelligent. Um, that's gonna require some energy. If you're lazy, you can't be witty. You can't, you can't respond. You're just lazy and you're bored. And again, this is because you have such a horrible attention span that you have zero energy left, okay? So something to think about, again, the formula of energy, and then attention span, the worse it is, the more you subtract from your energy. And then the output is the meaningful conversations. Try that out. Write it down in a journal. First off, wake your ass up if you're falling asleep, if your attention span's already being tested by this podcast episode. Oh, jokes aside. This podcast episode is, again, about lack of attention and how lack of attention is killing your dating game. So as we talked about this purgatory, the social cancer of uh, lack of attention, and it, it, it goes a little bit deeper than just simply the dating apps. Let's look at breaking down your day, for example. So let's say you're working a normal eight to five, nine to five job, about eight hours there that you occupied being somewhere that's not home. You're still going to be on your phone, okay? That's facts. Then let's look at when you come home. If you're single, you don't have kids, maybe have a pet, you walk your dog, you know, take care of your pet, and then you're watching Netflix. That's a way to escape. It's a way to relax your brain. It's a way to relax your body. Think about something else. Delve into the plot of the show you're watching. Or if it's mindless TV, you're on your phone. It's background noise. The mindless TV is. Why you're on your phone? Let me give you an example of some things that are going on. You're checking your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit, emails, Facebook, text messages, etc., etc. And on top of that, on top of all of that, here you are trying to think about your goals, think about things that you need to work on, trauma from the past that you should uh, resolve. When you have been on your phone and you've been at work, the the one-two combination, 
because again, you go to your phone to escape, you are shrinking your attention span. And statistically, our attention span now is to the point where a goldfish has slightly more of an attention span than we do. A goldfish swimming around a, a bowl. That's sad. We're supposed to be the most, most advanced mammal on this planet. Yet technology has us at the point where our attention span is that of a goldfish. So what's going to happen, especially in the pandemic? You are going to want to use online dating as a tool to meet folks because you want to stay safe. But when you've checked all your social media, emails, text message, YouTube, memes, etc., etc., how much space mentally does that allow you to be witty, to be funny, to connect with someone? Not too much. Not too much at all. And sometimes we don't wake up to that. We don't realize it until it's too late. All of a sudden now, if you know if you're a woman, your biological clock is ticking, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm a good looking, intelligent woman. It's time for me to get out there and meet a man. But I got the attention span of a goldfish. You are going to beat yourself up. You're going to lead yourself into anxiety and depression because there is a fear of missing out. FOMO. Guys getting up in age maybe you also want kids or maybe you want more sexual partners but instead your witty side your patient side your comedic side your intelligence side all those sides have been exhausted because you've been on the phone or worse yet you've been on websites that you should have waited until late at night to be on And all of a sudden now you have zero energy to communicate with a woman the way she would want to be communicated to. And it's a never-ending cycle. It creates a cancer because a lot of these folks that do have hope, that do want to meet someone, even if they have hope just for a decent connection and hot sexual activity, no communication is happening. Doesn't matter how smart you are, how in shape you are, any of that stuff. If you cannot communicate, you will not build a bridge to a connection. And communication requires a little bit of an attention span, which requires energy. So let's break it down again. It requires a little bit of energy to have an attention span. You can have a lot of energy for other things, working out. Uh, calling people from work, working on creative projects. You can have plenty of energy. That is the catalyst, or that's what's required to have an attention span. So let's break it down like a little formula here. Let's say, okay, stay with me on this. Stay with me. We're talking about attention span and the social cancer of dating um, and communication. So stick with me here. Let's say it's it takes... 30 points to be witty, to be creative, right? Let's say that's what it takes, all right? So let's 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 go all the way to the beginning. This is to be witty, to be that type of dater who's going to have some real original openers, has a great profile, response messages creative, creatively. It's not one of these lazy, goes through the motion type of singles. No, I'm talking about the energy needed 
to truly, truly promote yourself. Let's look at that as being 30, okay? Let's say your energy is 80 points. You have plenty of energy for a lot of things going on. The attention span that you have, or lack thereof, has already subtracted 30 points. So now you are at 50 points. Wittiness, again, takes about 30 points. This is anecdotal, but stick with me here. So you're left with a net of 20 points. How far do you think that's going to carry you? One online connection, two online connections, one online or one text message connection, two text message connections. Not too many. And then guess what? Bam, you go to burnout. Whereas, let's say that you have 80 energy. Your attention span is to the point that it's so sharp, nothing's subtracted. Right? So let's say 80 Attention span's perfect, if you want to call it that, optimal. So you're still carrying that energy through the attention span threshold. Takes about 30 for witty conversations to happen for those matches you're really interested in. So now you net 50. So now, with that kind of attention span for dating, how many more quality conversations are you going to have and how many more quantity of conversations will you have see what i'm saying there okay it's like a little mathematical uh formula there and look at it as you will subtract for the less of an attention span that you have the more you will subtract from your mental energy you can try that you know again you can guesstimate and it's a good way to be mindful of what you're doing wrong when it comes to dating. So that that's one formula that I, I wanted to invite, something that you could use. Again, on the left side, you have energy, energy required. All the way to the right side is what I dub meaningful conversations, right? Witty, actually, actually responding on time, having the energy to respond on time, um, slightly flirty, combined with intelligent, um, that's going to require some energy. If you're lazy, you can't be witty. You can't you can't respond. You're just lazy and you're bored. And again, this is because you have such a horrible attention span that you have zero energy left. Okay, so something to think about. Again, the formula of energy and then attention span. The worse it is, the more you subtract from your energy. And then the output is the meaningful conversations. Try that out. Write it down in journal. I get a lot of questions from podcast listeners that say, hey, Chris, how can I find you? I'm interested in day coaching. I don't have a lot of money, but I need help on XYZ issue. Here's the deal. I'm not worried about the money issue. Most of the time, it's not a money issue. It's an effort issue. Are you willing to put in the work? If you are... You can find me two ways, two quick ways. You can go on Instagram and find me at The Dating Doc, just like the name of this podcast, The Dating Doc. Send me a message. Just say, hey, look, here's my situation. 
Let me know how I can support your business and your vision. And in exchange, you can help me out with the situation and bring some clarity. Bam, that's one way that you can contact me. A second way is you can directly email me. I'm at admin at thedatingdoc.com. Again, admin, short for administrative administration, admin at thedatingdoc.com. Send me an email. Give me a short paragraph on who you are, what's going on, what's stressing you out. I have studied everything from neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy, attachment styles, five love languages, online dating, seduction skills, self-image, more and more and more. But it's going to take for you to make the effort. I can't magically find you. So if you're interested in day coaching, you're ready to level up, quit being shy, come find me. I'm ready to meet you. What are some ways to work on attention span? How, how do you how do you increase it to the point that you can be a better dater? You have more to offer. Here's some ideas. First off, write, and I mean not type. I mean write. Me personally, I like to journal. It keeps me paced. I can see what I last wrote, and the physical act of writing down how I'm feeling or what I'm up to in that moment in life exercising my hand through my brain thinking about what I'm going to write has such a powerful effect and it keeps you focused. It could be something as simple as starting off with one page of journaling. And for those that have a really horrible attention span, yes, the anxiety is going to kick kick in. You're going to want to get back and play with your phone. You're going to want to watch TV. Set a timer, set a timer and tell yourself, you know what, for the next five or 10 minutes, you're going to journal. You don't do anything else other than write okay journal whatever you want you can journal your heart's desires on who was your favorite crush growing up what was something painful again you're getting rid of those jitters you're getting rid of the anxiety that distracts you that forces you to want to escape and again combined with the fact that the physical action of writing versus typing so that's one thing to do meditation i am such a nut such a fan of meditation because it relaxes your brain your brain, if you have really horrible attention span, you can't focus on one thing. You want to focus on everything or nothing. You're all over the place. You want to be quickly entertained. You're not focused on your goals. The second that things start struggling in your mind, you want to escape because you don't have a good attention span. A cousin to that is lack, lack of focus. By doing meditation, you can literally, if you're using open eyes meditation, you could focus on a dot on the wall. It could be your your wallpaper, it could be paint on the wall. Focus on a point and you literally meditate on that. You don't think too much about the past, you don't think about the future, you meditate on that, that point on the wall. You can close your eyes as well and do the same thing. You can pretend, for example, what I do is I pretend that there is a triangle with a circle inside the triangle and then a dot in the middle of that circle. And I I imagine this in my mind's eye, if you will, keeps me focused. It keeps me totally focused. The second that I start drifting away, I start thinking about other things. Oh, I need to check out this video. Oh, that was funny. What I did today. Uh, Oh, this is boring. No. 
you start letting those things go and you start focusing on the task at hand. There are rewards to this. Think of lack of attention span as someone who cannot run away. Let's say you're being attacked and you're trying to run away to save yourself or to save family members and you're out of shape. Having a bad attention span is the same thing. The second that you're trying to work on your problems, the second that you're trying to reach your goals, and heck, even the second that you even want to make it to the gym, your lack of attention will take you away from progress. You will basically not be able to run away from the big bad person, figuratively. Now, I don't know about you guys, but we, I, I believe without looking at facts that we're only going to get worse about our attention span. When we get worse about our attention span, it is easy to influence us. I'm not going to be all conspiracy theorists on you, but look at the news and look at what people are fighting about. Have the audacity to fight about holding a thousand dollar phone, drinking $5 Starbucks, living in a capitalist country here in the U.S. And yet, some groups of people feel so anxious, feel underprivileged while they blog about it. There is an attention span issue that makes us more susceptible to be an influence by toxic information. I really mean that. And toxic information could be that that you even feed yourself. Lack of attention span, lack of focus would be something to the point of, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, this guy's boring. When in reality is actually what you should, the kind of guy you need in your life. But then the bad boy comes by that excites you. You get into a toxic relationship or he just hit it and quit it. And, but you're okay. You found solace and comfort in your short attention span. So you're willing to go out with another bad boy that can excite you. And again, now you've become toxic because you've gone through this whole carousel of going through these types of relationships. I wanted to finish on that point because if you don't fix your attention span, that's the punishment. That's the consequence is that you are only going to go for the low hanging fruit because, because it keeps you temporarily entertained. Can you stay healthy only chewing bubble gum? Yes or no? We know the answer to that. Yet some of you are okay chewing bubblegum, knowing that it'll be spit out, or heck, the gum will even spit you out if you're in a toxic relationship and you get dumped. Some people are still willing to put up with that because they have a lazy brain that has zero attention span. And if you made it this far, I congratulate you. You're probably trying to better yourself. You're probably trying to figure out what's going on with myself. Attention span, you're right. I heard maybe 20 seconds of what he said and then he rambled away, but I wanted to finish that podcast so I can say I'm done with that podcast episode. No. No. Work on your attention span because I believe in you. And if you don't have the attention span, there's no way you're going to be able to communicate with a possible connection that can change your life for the better. Let's do this. Level up. Read a book. Meditate. Journal. Get rid of that damn 
short attention span. We're better than goldfish. 